0: First impressions are the best impressions. Do you believe that? It's been said that you never get a second chance to make a first impression. But are they always the most accurate method of gauging a person? In 1902, the poetry editor of the Atlantic Monthly magazine returned a stack of poems with this note Our magazine had no
1: room for your vigorous verse. Welcome. To Sincerely Yours with Anne Maynes, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Hear new episodes every weekday and subscribe to our podcast at faithstrongtoday.com. The
0: poet was Robert Frost. In 1905, the University of Bern turned down a doctoral dissertation as irrelevant and fanciful. The writer of that paper was Albert Einstein. And in 1894, an English teacher noted on a teenager's report card a conspicuous lack of success. That student was Winston Churchill. Yes, first impressions, and even second and third impressions, are not always accurate. And as we take a first look at the author of the next book we're studying, we find that our first impression should not be the one that lasts. We're continuing our journey through the New Testament, today opening the book of James. You may be surprised to realize that you already know James. In the sixth chapter of Mark, as the people were listening to the teachings of Jesus, James is introduced to us in this way. Where did Jesus get all his wisdom and the power to perform such miracles? He's just the carpenter, the son of Mary, and brother Of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon. Mark refers to James as a brother of Jesus. And while this doesn't negatively skew our view of this sibling of the Savior, something that could injure his image is what's found in John chapter 7. Listen once again to our first impression of James. But soon it was time for the Festival of Shelters, and Jesus' brothers urged him to go to Judea for the celebration. Go where your followers can see your miracles, they scoffed. You can't become a public figure if you hide like this. If you can do such wonderful things, prove it to the world. For even his brothers didn't believe in him. James the Mocker. He doesn't sound like a very likable guy, certainly not one worthy to be included alongside Paul and Peter as a contributor to the Bible, but as we read further in Scripture, we find that James had a profound, life-changing experience with God. Besides being listed as one of those present when God's Holy Spirit was revealed in the upper room, he also gave a compassionate speech to the Jerusalem Council in the 15th chapter of Acts. But perhaps the best revelation of this total life turnaround of this relative of Jesus is found in the way he identifies himself in the very first words of his book. Just listen. James, a servant of God and of our glorious Lord Jesus Christ. Now there's a turnaround. James the Servant is a far cry from James the Scoffer. In fact, according to church traditions, James was known as Old Camel Knees because of the thick calluses he built up from years of kneeling in ardent prayer. So what about us? Many people today mock Jesus, scoff at Jesus, or just plain old ignore him. And while that attitude reveals that they aren't very bright right now, it doesn't mean that they're a hopeless case. It simply shows just how far some people have to go to get beyond their first impressions and allow God to make an impression on them. One that, if they let it, will change their lives forever.
1: Taking you on a journey through the New Testament, this has been Sincerely Yours with Ann Mains, an exclusive presentation of Faith Strong Today. Subscribe to our podcast and join us on social media. All the details are at faithstrongtoday.com.